0: Hi you guys. So we're here today with my friend Laura to discuss ghosting. Ghosting in your 30s specifically.
1: (laughs) I'm here for it.
0: Um, As you guys know I am not good at technology so there will be background noise because I haven't figured out how to fix that Um, and there's no little ditty at the beginning because I also don't know how to do that and we spent about an hour um, slightly intoxicated trying to figure out how to video ourselves and that also didn't work so you guys are just gonna get us on audio and hopefully you're still willing to listen to our voices um, but we're gonna talk about ghosting in our 30s a because I think that there's a difference between ghosting in your 20s and 30s in terms of like how much it hurts how much it affects you in your 20s a lot of people aren't looking to settle down it doesn't feel as personal and you're not as jaded Um, But B, because Laura and I have been on our single journeys together. That's correct. (laughs) And we have both been ghosted quite a lot. And as I mentioned in the last episode, part of the reason I wanted to start this podcast was I wanted to create kind of a platform to talk about experiences that I've been through, my close friends have been through, to let everyone kind of have the ability to relate and realize that whatever journey you're on, whatever time of life, whatever your season is currently, somebody else probably has also been through that journey, whether it be being ghosted before the date, being ghosted six months in, um, being ghosted by someone you were in a very serious relationship with. Uh, I guarantee you someone else has felt that pain. It's not personal, and we're here to discuss it.
1: Yes, you can consider me a paranormal expert (laughs) on all things ghosting, so I'm (laughs) here to exercise some demons. happy to talk
0: about it so, on that note laura would you say that you have experience in terms of being ghosted both in the short in like a short-term sense and a long-term sense well yes um recently i experienced a ghosting before
1: the actual date which i think is a little less you know effective or hurts more or hurts less than if it was something later. But I've also been ghosted after six months of dating someone, as we kind of, you know, alluded to, as well as again being in a long-term relationship. Now I'm not sure if it was ghosting, or he may possibly be
0: dead. We don't know. Um, it's you know trigger warning. But um, it's, we've been told he's not dead, but no one know,
1: knows. No one knows for sure. <laughs> and you know, it's it's taken me a long time to realize it's really not me. I just date.
0: Passive aggressive men. So. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons I love you, Laura, is that as much as it is personal or feels personal. Sorry, um, you have similarly to me learned how to deal with it through humor.
1: <laughs> it's it's taken a while. we um, yeah.
0: so, the stories are good. So on a serious note, which has which do you think hurt has hurt you most out of all your experiences being ghosted? That sounds like you just like have only ever been ghosted and that's not the case but (laughs) Um, out of all your experiences which hurt the most and why
1: you know i i guess because it's also more recent so i think the pain is still there whether it's you know just a lingering issue or, or lingering wound um Probably would be the six months one because it came out of the blue. And now, now mind you, it wasn't like he never just messaged me one day. It was a soft ghosting as it was. Where, Wait, what is a soft ghosting? So a soft ghosting is he kind of tees it up being like, I just need a little bit of space and time. All right. I'm not sure how I'm feeling. <laughs> you know, I'm, I need some moments for myself. And, and then, then you just never hear again. And then never hear from him again. So it's like he did the due diligence to give me, like, warning. But then, like, he still just, like, backed away slowly. Like that, that Homer Simpson meme where he just kind of <laughs> falls
0: just, like, into the into hedge.
1: The... <laughs> like, it was kind of one of those where I'm just like, well, I guess you kind of did the bare minimum. You let me know you got right. some feelings, but then you didn't want to communicate them. He,
0: like, two weeks noticed ghosts you. Basically, <laughs> he gave me, he gave you me know. the preparatory time for it.
1: Right. And so, like, I think that one hurt the worst because I was like, okay, well, now you've opened the door. This seems like we need a conversation. Like, you like, know
0: the ghost is coming. Yeah. And
1: I'm like, you could have, well, I mean, I guess it would hurt worse if he never responded. So he did, you know, the bare minimum, but it's like. It's like six months in. You know, you should, we should have a conversation. You were in my bed that morning. Like, what? what's <laughs> leading up to this, like, so I think from that one, that perspective, it was hurting more because it just, it came out of the blue. It was like more like... I, he needed time, but then like he didn't man. He wasn't man enough to just end it. So like a half ghost. A half ghost. Well, but you haven't heard from him since. Correct. That's correct.
0: So nor have I reached out. Right, but, you know, right. I no, think no,
1: no. I think time is money here. I don't need to go and <laughs> handle that.
0: But. So he sends you this text. What was it? A Thursday? Oh Friday, no, it was it was a Friday. Friday b- before Valentine's. Friday Day, right? before
1: okay. Valentine's Day, and right before he was going out of town. So it was probably like he was packing his bag, had like a to-do list. Right. You know, like Packed his bag. Soft Laura. Yeah. You know, you know, check.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to worry about that this weekend. And then, so you then end up reaching out and being like, we need a conversation. Or was it that, or we should have one. Or was it that Monday?
1: Yeah. So I took a couple days, right. you know, I gathered the troops, AKA you as well. <laughs> and we drank, you know, and had had a fun weekend and thought about him, of course, cried, but like kept myself
0: busy. With every bar being like, hi, my, my best friend just got broken up with. Can you buy her a drink? There was a lot of shots and a yeah, lot, lot of shots. Sh-
1: a lot of really nice compliments from people yeah. being like, well, you're really pretty. Don't worry about this guy. He's a bastard for, you know, excuse my language, for breaking up with you like right before Valentine's Wait, Day. Wait, is bastard a cuss word? Yeah. Is it? Well, I guess it's not really
0: nice. I'm a bastard. I was... was... You born out of a wedlock? Yeah.
1: Well, then your parents got
0: married. Wait, sorry wild interjection or random interjection rather when I was in kindergarten I came home from school one day and I told my parents like hey um some kid called me a bastard and that's when I found out that I was born out of wedlock anyways I never knew it was a cuss word interesting okay I digress well I
1: guess maybe it's not it's just not very like polite
0: yeah right it's like societally wrong so okay so you texted on Monday and I guess you teed it up to have a conversation or teed it up so that if he wanted to have a conversation with you, he could.
1: Right. And it was very much, you know, like I tried to make it. And I think having a little bit of space helped to be like, this is, this is a really like cop out way to have a conversation. And yeah. it, it didn't, it wasn't a conversation and we've been yeah. dating long enough, you know, six months is a long enough time. You were saying like four days a week. right? Yeah. And so like, th- it seemed like this would be a perfect opportunity to have some sort of like, where are we going? Like, we right. had all these talks, mind you. Right. But, you know, if he needs it written down, like, <laughs> to have a contract. Hey,
0: by the way, we're hanging out four nights a week, so. Uh, you, n- we're, we've already talked about we're exclusive,
1: like, down the path. Right. And, you know, so it, it could have, it was leading up to, like, okay, if, the door was open. I left the door open. Right. Scolded him, but also left the door open. And I think an adult. <laughs> yes. Which, you know, I think is hard because I say this all the time and this continues to happen for all of us, right. but like would have been like, yeah, you're right. This was a bad way of handling it. You know, I just don't think I'm in the right place right now. Yeah, and I think, right you know, place. it would have hurt. Obviously sure. it hurt, but that's an expectation that once you have had your penis in my vagina <laughs> that I deserve. <laughs> and if then it's like, like, a, if it's a multiple, a multi- pe- a multiple penis, P and like, if I have sucked your dick and mind you, semen and pee come out of the same hole. So like, I feel like I deserve the dignity of a conversation. Yeah, and, but now it's kind of it—it it makes the hate better. Like, right, it's hurt a lot easier hate. to hate. Sure, um, but at the same time, it's just like—I mean, this man, you know, was a military man. He has a bronze star. It certainly wasn't from courage because he could have had this conversation <laughs> with me. But needless to say, I think he's alive. This is one of the many ones. This is like, one of the ones
0: we is alive. He is alive. Um, so, there's been, like... Hold, let's let's give, like, a timeline here. A there's bot. been... So, since I've known Laura, I've known her with four men. Four... So, well... Uh, four, men. Four, four... Four ones that have last. Four boys of long-term stature. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's not talk... Don't tell my mom about the other ones. But... But, but okay. So, I'm going to kind of, like, put them in buckets. And mm-hmm. I want to... I want us to talk about... Because I would say... Each of the four ghosted you in different ways. God, this makes me sound like... <laughs> <laughs> no. It's because, okay, to be fair, it's because Laura's the nicest person in the world, and she's a people pleaser, and uh, she wouldn't... Like, I don't think you have the bo- like the meanness in you to ever break up with someone, even no. if they were, like, a serial killer. Like, you would just be like, well, that's what the cards dealt me. <laughs> like, Literally, actually. was <laughs>
1: I've I've done temps where I'd be like, I'll just wait it
0: out. Right. You're literally <laughs> like, he'll break up with me eventually or ghost. Okay. So we've had four and I'm going to categorize them, but you can re-categorize okay. them. Okay. So the latest one we're going to say was a soft ghost. I think, um, the one before the soft ghost was, I don't know how you phrase this, but it's like, he's, he was like the ghost of Christmas past. He was like a returning ghost. Like he would like go and then come and then go and then come. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how to, like... What's that Christmas story? Is it the Christmas story?
1: I feel like this... Yeah, but I think it's more like a
0: seasonal ghost. He was a seasonal ghost. That's a good way to put it. Okay, he was a wedding ghost. Yeah. Like a wedding season ghost. Like, comes around, down to party, down to play. We were in a wedding together. Right. And then, you know, takes a couple months off, decides he's bipolar, comes back next month. Got it. And then the one before him, we're not sure if he's alive. Yeah. And then the first one is the one that's the most confusing, because he was like a duplicatus ghost. He like didn't fully phase out until he was effectively like in another relationship. Yeah. So
1: he was like keeping me on the background. Like I was like leftover like food. That, you know, like, you warm up. Like, you're like, I don't, <laughs> you, know, if, I don't know if I really want to keep it, but, like... I am
0: going to warm it up, keep it But then out. someone comes over. I'm really over, hungry. Right? And then someone's
1: <laughs> like, oh, I ordered DoorDash. And you'd be like, well, I'm rather going to go oh, for I'm that. I'm going to get that DoorDash. Okay. So, I mean, I think the worst part about that particular one, minus the fact that, like, it was complicated because it was COVID. Right. And, like, you know, How we were in a practice. pod. And so then, you know, I think the biggest concern for that one was... The pod grew without me knowing it was growing because he was seeing someone else. So it wasn't just the you know me, my roommate, her boyfriend, right. and this guy. It then turned out to include this guy's other girl with all of her right. friends. Right. So right. like that was more affected. The, the implications.
0: Um, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So would you say it is? Would you agree with this statement that every woman that you know has been ghosted in those four ways? And I'm. Or repeat them. So has been ghosted because a guy was duplicatus and effectively didn't ghost her or move on until he had something else lined up. Has potentially died. Well, no, that one probably not everyone's experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the third one uh, has been a seasonal ghost, and then the fourth one has been like a slow ghost. I, like, I think all of us have experienced yeah, you all know, of that. because we also
1: have the other type of ghosting, which, you know, recently happened to probably both of us. Oh, uh, the third kind. You know, where it's like... The preemptive ghost? The preemptive ghost, <laughs> where you're supposed to go on your first date, you met on an app, right? you set a time, or, set a, time, t- set a, or a range of a time, right? set a location-ish, and then they never text you that day, or they say they're running late... And then never follow
0: up. Well, you know what I find is really interesting about that? So I think there's like multiple levels to that, right? So there's the guy who's like, we should go on a date this week and then you never hear from him, right? That I don't put a lot of weight into. Yeah, that one is that, that don't know mean more, anything, like, right? Yeah. Then there's the second type, which is the guy who says, let's grab drinks on Saturday. I know this new bar called, I don't know, El Cholo. Well, it's not a new bar, but whatever, <laughs> like El Cholo. I think we're just hungry for Mexico. <laughs> so I am. And it's like, let's go to El Cholo. Like, I'll probably be like... I should be free like around seven. And he didn't say, let's go to El Cholo at seven. He said, I should be free around seven. And then you never hear from him. And then there's the third one who says, let's go to El Cholo at seven on Saturday. And you never hear from him. And I've been told, so I had an experience last year with a guy who said, let's go to, I can't remember what it was. It was some random place. And it was like, let's go five o'clock happy hour. And we made these plans on like a Saturday and then the plans were for like a Wednesday. And I did not hear from him from Saturday to Wednesday. So yes, we had a time and a place locked down, but I did not hear from him. I did not show up. Would you have shown up? No. Okay. I get a text from the guy at 535. I'm sitting at the bar in a blue shirt. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Like, and then I felt really bad. And when I remember talking about this story on TikTok, everyone was like, yeah, you should have gone. You had a time and a place set up. And in some ways, like, sure, you're right. And I guess I ghosted him at that point. But in other ways, it's like, I wouldn't... Like, if I'd made that plan with my friends and I hadn't heard from them, I'm not showing up to the bar. Right. Right? And I... Could I have reached out? Yes. Was I super interested in him? No. So I didn't reach out. I didn't expect him to show up. But I think what happens the most to me is option two. It's the, let's grab a drink this Saturday. Like, I should be free around seven, eight, whenever. Mm -hmm. And so you... You can't show up cuz you're not sure, but there is a time and a place. Right. And I mean that happened to me recently where like the guy's <laughs> like
1: we're going on Wednesday, we'll do this area and you know like so the day day ha- comes and not only I'm like giving him time, I'm like oh right. well, like let's finalize the location and he was like well is that location cool? I'm like okay, well
0: is that your band voice? Yeah, that's my band voice. It's kind of just a deeper voice. <laughs> i was like it's already, kinda like, just also your voice. <laughs> okay voice
1: but anywho so my mom has this like she calls it a sex voice which Are is a sex just,
0: voice
1: yeah uh-huh. anywho she should be like a sex worker have you ever heard my mom and she goes this is Laurel no it's real weird okay
0: <laughs> mind you my mom's in her 70s your you know, mom's on my instagram right now what's that on that podcast <laughs> bless it's
1: like she's just like okay anywho Moral of the story, my mom has a great voice. I apparently my D voice is also my man voice, so. But we were supposed, to, you know, I gave him a location, like, you know, we were moving along, and then all, and I brought makeup because I went and worked out. I was like, okay, just in case. Great yeah. details. Add those details in.
0: Well, I mean, I. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you were right. But that's part of it, right? Is that we have to plead, like, both of us are lawyers. We have. We clearly, like, work out, have a social life, do all these other things. I have to plan around and schedule these things. Right. And I have, like, a workout plan at five or you're going to a cl- a boxing class or whatever and then you've got to shower, you've got to, you've got to have an outfit to work out and an outfit to do this. I have a dog. I have to make sure somebody's walking the dog. And when which also brings me to a separate point when guys are like, oh, I'm just so busy. I want to be like, oh, you think I'm not? Yeah, it's like, what, what do you think I
1: do all day? I mean, granted, I watch, like
0: murder she wrote late at night but like i got plenty of time till, till <laughs> you got plenty of time because we're getting ghosted from our dates so it's fine <laughs>
1: yeah. well no but it was just one of those things because like i i had an inkling just because like because he wouldn't confirm right because he wouldn't confirm but he's still responding but he's still responding still saying like yeah i can't wait to meet you like yeah this will be a great day and i'm like okay well, we still haven't set something
0: do and- you think ghosting is a result of people who are passive-aggressive I also think it has to do... I mean, this is... Like, what do, you, what do you think makes the person ghost?
1: It's easy. It's an easy way, and it's... Because people hate
0: confrontation in right. any shape or form. Right. So... Well, you hate confrontation, too, though. Yeah, but I still will have confrontation. Right, but my point is that you hate confrontation, so would you prefer to have been ghosted in these situations or have had the conversation? Conversation. Because it's, it's tough,
1: but I feel like having a conversation... I mean, I me. Mean, Taking this one guy, you know,
0: who I didn't even meet up. Right, for taking first the day. random date out of the But way. I
1: think for me, because all the
0: rest were six months plus. Yeah, right? and I well, besides I th- the dead guy.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah.
0: He, we have to stop referring to him as the dead
1: guy. He may—he's
0: may not be. He's actually—he may not dad, be dead. He
1: lives in the middle of nowhere.
0: nowhere. <laughs> There's no activity on the social media. He's
1: not seen in any shape
0: or form. No one's seen or which heard, also heard from him. Kind of
1: a good thing in my sense. I don't need to see his stuff.
0: Right. It, but
1: but mean to is but like for me <laughs> confrontation even like so if we have a fight and we've had you know in right. our relationship like friendship have had fights relationship
0: now let's be honest
1: (laughs) but so um for me it shows a sign of respect that i'm coming to you to have the conversation and whether it's me giving bad news or receiving bad news i think it's a level of you know we've spent this time together right and it's not going to work out or you know we need to work on something so with friendships it's a little different but like if if it's going to end I think it's important to have a conversation because well, it shows respect.
0: It's like treating someone as a human. That's really funny. Um, sorry guys, you are having to hear my automated cat feeder feed my cat, um, and it's my voice yelling at it, so just pause because it's gonna happen two more times. <laughs> and I don't know how to edit background noise. Just 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 hold. Hold please. <laughs> And and I also love how your fat cat is not even going
1: towards it. Like, this cat will, like, literally meow for food all
0: day, every day. Right. And then, like, the food goes off, and she's like, whatever. So, I'm thinking about to – I haven't been – I've been ghosted a lot on the apps in similar ways to you with the whole, like, you know, we set up a time and a place, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Um, I haven't been ghosted a lot by – People I've been in like serious ish or situationship ish things with. I'm trying to think why I do think a part of it has to do with the type of person. I don't think I generally go for or attract men who are as passive aggressive. Like I think I attract more confrontational men. I don't know why that is or what that means, but like when I think about like the guys that I've been attracted to, they they've had like anger issues, mm-hmm. like, like I feel like I gravitate more towards a man who like he's gonna like tell me how it is or mm-hmm. whatever. That has its own set of like set of worms. Um, but I'm much more like apt to end up in a in a situation ship ending because like we both block each other because we both yelled at each other. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Not so much anymore, like I've matured, but in my heyday.
1: For you know, for I mean, I, I do date very inter- interestingly emotionally stunted people, or in that one case, the seasonal guy is right. apparently bipolar, which
0: nothing you know, against nothing that. against that, but I'm that nervous. was this
1: excuse yeah. for you know, ghosting. Um, I guess I just attract people who just like don't want to have fights. And I don't like fights. Like, obviously, we've talked about how I'm not confrontational.
0: But but I also wonder if, okay, playing devil's advocate, I also think that maybe some of these relationships, the reason they ended up in ghosting is maybe that, like, no one wanted to end things with the other person. You knew it wasn't a fit, but no one wants to end. Because you don't want to end things. Mm -hmm. They don't want to end things. So it almost just, like, at a certain point, like, poof in the air. Whereas, I I also have the, like, healthy habit of fighting for things, whether I want them or not, which I I think you do too, a little bit. Um, you fight for relationships, which is like, it's a good quality for the right person. Um, I just fight for things I shouldn't. But what I was thinking about is like thinking about the past, the guys that have like ghosted me and the only one, there's been two that I would say like actually ghosted me. Well, in similar ways to you. So when I, the guy that I had the abortion from, once I had the abortion, he was on, he was also in the military. He went on some kind of like training and didn't really have service for three weeks directly after I had the abortion. And when he got back from training, he sent me a text message and it said, Hey, beautiful, how are you? And I remember this was like April 4th, like in the afternoon and I remember receiving it and being like okay because the one thing I'd asked for him asked from him was that whatever happens I just wanted emotional support I hadn't really told my story to a lot of people I just wanted to be able to have some closure with him I wanted to have a conversation with him to have some closure about what had happened and you know obviously we couldn't really do that before the abortion had to be after I'd gone through it right Mm -hmm. and so that's all I'd asked for and he texted me that and says Hey, beautiful, how have you been? And I responded, and I never heard from him again. And I te- i mean, I've—I pro- probably texted him twenty times over the course of four or five months, saying, "Hey, can we please have a conversation? Hey, can we please talk about this? Hey, I'm really struggling," and I like dealt with some um, complications afterwards, and it. <sighs> was really difficult for me because it felt like i wasn't being treated like a human like it wasn't Mm -hmm. it wasn't so much about him it wasn't like oh i need to make it work with him or i want to date him or i want to be with him it was like this is baseline human like i would not do this to someone i barely knew just because that's not how you treat another person you don't set up an interview and then just not show up you don't make a reservation at a restaurant and then just not go you have the courtesy to cancel it's not personal it's just a respect for the other person's business the other person's time the other person's efforts and what was so difficult to me was feeling like I wasn't even worth human respect that was situation one the second situation occurred this past fall with a guy that I'd been on and off seeing and I think it freaked him out that I was moving back to L.A. He's from L.A. or lived in L.A. And I think it freaked him out that I was coming back to L.A. And he just disappeared. Now, needless to say, he's a seasonal ghost. When he's got a couple drinks in him, your boy mm-hmm. will, will hit me up. But um, there was no explanation. It was just went from hot and heavy to you're moving back to L.A. And maybe a part of it was like it was only fun because I didn't live in L.A. Uh, right which to actually to go full circle the past 3 of yours haven't lived well no 2 and 3 didn't live here and mm-hmm. i think i think that also extends things right like it makes it easier to brush things under the rug
1: right well it's sexy like yeah. they're, they're not around
0: like right. they're they're there when i'm drunk you right. know
1: when i'm like calling them late at night yeah. and or they're there in the morning for a good morning text but it they're not, we're not affecting each other's
0: lives. And then when it gets too long and too serious, then, then those feelings. Right. Well, it's also funny because it's like, in the one hand, I think that it is, it's like you're, you get to extend the honeymoon period because every time you see them, it's like a vacation or Mm -hmm. a, you know, a trip or it's planned. So let's juxtapose this with, can you remember being ghosted in your 20s? I was in two back-to-back relationships in my 20s. And the apps weren't as prevalent as they are now. Like, I mean, I, I, like, remember being on them. I, like, was on Tinder in 2010 or 2012 or whenever it came out. But I never, like, really dated anyone from I, the apps.
1: No, I didn't really use the apps. It was well, still, like, a tabby thing. I guess I used thing. them a, a bit, but I never really... Nothing seriously ghosting. Right. Like, I had people, you know, we, like met on the apps, and we broke up, and I remember, you know, the conversation being hard, but it was better than, like, a full ghost, like, I think there was only one time in my 20s, because I had dated a guy for, like, five years, but after that, I was, you know, again, it was a long distance, we were both living in different countries in Europe, and the only reason why... Well, I guess it was, he was kind of a shithead to think about it
0: now. Well, uh, <laughs> in retrospect, in I retrospect, digress.
1: <laughs> I was kind of the other woman because he met someone, of course, in his right. town. And it was a ghosting because she put her foot down, which right. obviously Fair she right. should. Right. But, you know, I would get like a trickle every once in a while when he was drunk texting me. And I'm like, no, you're in a relationship. Right. Like, okay, um, so
0: I have a theory. Tell me your thoughts. I think that ghosting has become more prevalent, not because we're in our 30s, but because of the dating apps. And I think that when the dating apps first came out, I remember distinctly, like when they first came out, it was just Tinder and it was effectively a hookup app, right? And when you're 22 or 23 or however old I was when it came out, like that was whatever. And then when Bumble and Hinge came out, which were considered more like, you know, dating apps or whatnot, um, I remember specifically from probably 20, 16 to just before covid Mm -hmm. i would say people still felt shame around meeting and being in a serious relationship with somebody from an app that's true like like you would consistently see people's prompt be like what how are we going to tell people we met Mm -hmm. right like that'd be a funny prompt like what are we going to lie about right where are we going to say we met whatever and i knew people had met on apps but it wasn't like everyone was on the apps. It was like 50% of your friends were, and you knew people who'd been in relationships, but it wasn't everybody. And I think COVID did a number on that because everyone was forced to be at home and then ergo be on the apps because you didn't have any other options. And I think also it became normalized. So it was no longer like just people. It wasn't considered like, oh, if you're on the apps, you're desperate. It was like, everybody's on the apps. Whether like the flip of that is now the case. People are in relationships and still on the apps. Right. And... What I think that that has done it is it has made people not be accountable in any way for who they are other people's time their how they treat other people because it's as easy as you match, you delete, you unmatch, you ghost whatever whatever you want to do, but there's absolutely no accountability anymore and so with the rise of apps becoming normalized also came the rise of ghosting became becoming normalized and I don't know that there's a way to t- turn the clock back.
1: No, and I agree. Like, I think, I mean, no, I don't think that there is a way to turn back the clock. Right. Um, but I think the best way is to how to handle ghosting. And I think you're right in the sense that people, it, because apps are just your thumbs swiping left and right. Right. You know? That is and why,
0: like, hinge better. It does take, like, slightly more effort. True. But I have so much better luck on Bumble. But yeah. anywho. Probably because they're just swiping. Right. They're not, right. Like, they're like, not like looking. They're not, mean. not <laughs> mean. I did not mean that about you. the same for me. I was like, oh, I don't know about that.
1: Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just like flash my boobs or something. Right. Or get more luck. Um, but I think because it, it takes away the humanity of it. It takes yeah. away the accountability that this person has feelings and emotions. Yeah. And... No, that's that's why I think ghosting is more prevalent. The reason, but it still sucks when you're six months in and they think they're still doing well, stuff so, like that.
0: So that what's but, what's hard for me is so out of these four guys, three of them you did not meet on apps, and no. what I, what I mean by this is I think that the apps may have made ghosting acceptable, and I think that unfortunately take the apps away, ghosting has now become an acceptable part of culture. Oh, But yeah. I think that it became acceptable because of the apps. So I think that these situations happened because ghosting has become normalized and I think that it's become normalized because of the apps. And that's like what's so frustrating is these men should have had accountability towards you. You were in the same wedding as one of these men. You met another... Like, you were dating a guy who's roommates with your roommates... Dating a guy who was roommates with your roommate. I, can't, I don't know how to explain yeah, that yeah, um and like we got there's there should <laughs> there should have been accountability, like in all situations, these were people that were a part of your life this, these were not randoms, but I think that ghosting has just become normalized and I'm wondering how do we how do we move forward from that do we set a boundary do we just not accept it like when the communication starts because sometimes yes you're blindsided but in other times like you said it's a slow ghost do we start just when somebody shows you their colors you just walk away yourself so you don't get ghosted do we call them out on it do we look for those red flags earlier and what are they is it passive aggressive people is it non-confrontational people like how do you can't control anyone else right you right can only control so, yourself
1: so that i think it's how at least for me and this is you know day by day how to accept when something like this happens and how you know when the first time it happened, it's like, what did I do wrong? Right. And the reason why I wanted closure in a sense is so that way I can figure out, well, what did I do to make right. you back away? What What are those things? And sometimes, yeah, maybe like they, you know, I pushed. I don't. I don't know because they ghosted, so. who knows? About <laughs> but like, you know, I'm you pushed, I can Laugh about all this like, now. <laughs> you know, like what What were the steps? Like, how could I fix this? Like, because I'm a right. fixer. I, you know,
0: right. I'm. What could I have done better? What you, exactly?
1: But uh, now it's kind of like, well, I didn't do anything. I was my true authentic self. This last one, like I went, you know, a slow pace, like I was very like, you know, what do you want to do? And then like, I would, you know, have some feist, but like it it really had nothing to do with me. And what is more effective and what makes me, you know, kind of come to terms with the ghosting is the disrespect. And it just shows, like, I don't want to be with someone who can't communicate. So you can to distance me. easier. So, because of that. you know, for me, it's easier, like, I have not responded. To, like, right. I sent that message, the door is open for a conversation, but if not, I'm not reaching out. Right. And then it's the same with the other ones where it's like, yeah, it sucks. And it hurts because we had a connection. Right. I have great memories. Like, hell, you know, I was the best, you know, like, the maid of honor in this wedding. He was, like, kind of the best man. Right, and, right, right, right. You know, and then I watched all the photos, and I'm like, oh, we were so cute. But, like, at the same time, it's like, okay, well, he's kind of soft, like, right. in other ways. Um, it's just remembering. You know it's not cute? A man who can't communicate. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's it. And, you know, it's like one of those things, like, don't waste my time. I wish they would have told me sooner.
0: I wish we could have had a conversation and ended. And that's not and even about a biological clock. Like, I would say, I know you, and you're not one of those girls who's like, my biological clock's ticking. You know what I mean? No, my But bi- you yeah. still don't want your time... wasted. No one wants your time wasted. It has nothing to do with... Like, I, and I think that a lot of guys put it in that box, but frankly, it's just disrespectful to waste my time. It's why I hate when people are late. Like, yeah, just saying. don't waste my time. Like, I could be doing other things. I have a schedule. I have a life, and you're telling me that your life is more important.
1: Right, and it's like, not because I need, you know, if I'm in a relationship, I need a ring within, like, a no. certain amount of time frame. I mean, in the sense where, like, if, you, if you're if you not feeling this, then you're not feeling uh, right. this. We, we don't need to continue. Let's snip, like, snap. Just because you want sex, and it's, like, regular, right. like... Okay, you can do that with a stranger. You don't need me. Like, right. Or you get, like, a, like what are the... Flashlights? Like, flashlights. Apparently they're not very good. Oh, well, I mean, I guess my vagina is amazing. <laughs> but, but it's, like, you don't need to... We don't need to continue this. Right. And I think the reason sometimes for how I imagine it, and maybe this is just me, you know, the reason it's why... not. <laughs> the way, like, the ghosts, like, have worked out in the situations that I have had, like, they fucked up. Right. They didn't treat me... Like, they know they fucked up. Right. And I'm not going to tell them they fucked up, and so yeah. they're not going to reach out Right.
0: I to, think that's fair.
1: And, you know,
0: especially... I do think if you ghost, you know that you fucked up. Like, I, yeah. I don't think that anyone's doing it accidentally. They're not, like, accidentally ghosting you. They know what they're doing. And I think that's part of it, right? Is it makes it easy for them to opt out because they've done something that they know is going to make you mad, and so they therefore know that it's an easy out to not reach out because if I reached out I thought you'd be mad or I didn't think you wanted to hear from me because the few times that I've had a ghost reappear they've often said I didn't think you wanted to hear from me after the way I left things.
1: Right and you know frankly I don't.
0: But (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't have done it that way. So
1: but you know one thing that I've always been curious about is the flip side and what are they telling people? So, like a guy that right. you know, you've in, like, we've invested and enough time, they've introduced probably, your
0: friend, they've probably heard of
1: me, right. like you know, the guy who was like
0: FaceTiming me and his dad. Like, right. what'd you tell your dad when you brought him a different girl next week?
1: Yeah, like it's just like, so my question is really, it's like, who's making it acceptable for you? Like, right. what are you saying to them? Are you being like, oh, things didn't work out, and like, we ended that. the things? Because uh, that's, that's your assumption, but you also treated this girl in the sense where you say
0: things didn't work out and then you just texting stop texting her or or man because I do think many get ghosted no of I course. mean I'm tra- I don't think I've I don't think I've actively ghosted anybody there are people there have been people I've let things fizzle with but I don't think I've ever actively just been like bye well not even say it like just mm-hmm, bye <laughs> no no I take that back I've done it once I've done it once with a plain man, plain man, but that had to do with the fact this is trigger trigger warning. Um, if a guy crosses the boundary with you sexually, I, in my belief, think that you were fully within your rights to delete, block ghost and never look back. Because I think a guy who crosses that line, uh, does not, is not going to understand if you explain it and you don't owe him an explanation for how to be a decent human. No, I agree. Uh, but that's the only ex- a- example I can think of, actually. Oof, heavy. Yeah, well, paranormal activity is a, <laughs> a very serious topic. Well, well, this has been Laura. She's lovely. We love Laura. Going to Australia with Laura this yeah, fall. Yeah, we'll um, have many stories. Many for that. stories. Um, but. Again, apologies for the background noise. We'll continue to work on fixing it. Uh, Probably we'll try to fix it without wine in us. We have wine in us a little bit right now, and that's making the tech issues... Wine and tequila. Wine and tequila. It's been a mix. It's been a mix. Not (laughs) a a good one. Um, But we will hopefully figure the tech issues out. I appreciate anyone and everyone who has listened thus far and would love any commentary or feedback, especially around any topics that you... specifically like us to cover um again we're just trying to kind of put out topics that would resonate with others and make other people understand that they are seen and heard in whatever their journeys or paths are whether you're you know living with your husband and five kids right now, or on a single journey, whether you're, you know, have experienced, uh, issues with fertility, have gone through an egg freezing journey, have had an abortion, have gone through childbirth, are, you know, one of the big topics I do want to cover is cheating in relationships. I've had a lot of friends who have either been cheated on or cheated and staying or not staying in those relationships and just kind of like the realities of those experiences. Um, so, Let me know what uh, topics you'd like to hear about. And uh, that's all. Have a lovely day. Yeah, bye. That was a sexy voice.